Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on Racing Nation and our thanks to the Southern Hotel. Let's have a look at this big weekend from Kembla Grange. Will be a big weekend coming out from Bar 839 out there at the Southern. So they got all the NRL action, live music Saturday night, and also they got the Wallabies and the All Blacks on uh, Saturday night. And of course, all the AFL finals, which kick off this weekend, all the racing this weekend as well, including all of these races that we have coming up from Kembla Grange. But let's see if we can help you find a winner or two on the program. Joining me now from the Trial Files and Trial to Track, I'm Haylock. How are you? Oh, wonderful, mate. How are you? Excellent. Back to Kembla. Yeah, the Joyce. Yes. Wet Kembla, too. Um, yeah, who knows? Like, obviously, we're recording this Thursday. Who knows what's going to happen? We've um, had a lot of rain earlier in the week. Um, it's been drying. It's been pretty windy up at uh, Wollongong and, and that area. It's been drying pretty well, and then we've got rain showers forecast Friday. So really don't know how the track will come up. Even if they say it's an eight on race morning, it might be a six. You just don't know, mate. So really hard to predict and tip these days. And um, with these track conditions, we've seen at Rose Hill in the past month or so that um, probably five or six weeks, a lot of these soft sevens have actually been good tracks. So, um, yeah, it's a tricky situation at the moment, mate. So that's a, a hard. That's the hard part, but we'll try our best to navigate around that. Let's have a look at... Few of the races on this card. We'll have a look at five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we'll take in most of the features here, or all of the features. And one of those on the day is the Fujitsu General Ming Dynasty, fourteen hundred metres. It's a Group Three here. Very interesting race. This one. Um, I don't know about very interesting, but it's an okay Group Three. Really, it's pretty moderate. Um, yeah, sorry, I was one race ahead of myself. I probably shouldn't say that. I was more thinking of San Domenico. But anyway, <laughs> San Domenico right. is very interesting. This is uh, not so much. <laughs> Um, anyway, what do you like? Yeah, well, Group 3, pretty average Group 3. I think the up-and-coming to the right form line, Coastwatch beat Subterranean there. I thought Subterranean was pretty unlucky late. I thought he was coming again and charging late. I think he was pretty well wound up for that first start run. It looked a race that he could win. Um, we got the winner there, Tiger Malay, which was good, backing up the inside. But Subterranean was chopped out late, um, was beaten by Coastwatch, but gets a nice two-kilo weight swing on Coastwatch here. Who is third up, Close Watch, gets Cathy O'Hara off, James McDonald on, a, a real positive jockey change. Um, and that's the only reason why I can see he's um, significantly shorter in the betting, to be honest, mate. He's 270, Close Watch versus Subterranean. I thought they should have finished alongside each other, and um, Subterranean gets a two-kilo weight swing. So I don't know why there's a huge, over double the price, Subterranean. I want to back Subterranean at the price, purely I think it's value. Um, Coast Watch has got a good um, good chance and they probably can't split the two but um, Barrier 1 might not be the best place to be either so Subterranean $6, $6.50 looks the way to go Military Expert just a query up to 1400 metres from mine the figures last start went amazing and, and I didn't think he savaged the line over that 1200 metres so um, yeah Annabelle Nation is really well found in betting as well these days and obviously she's a good trainer but um, yeah Subterranean the value for me all right, let's go to the sixth here. This one is very interesting. The very intriguing group three. It is the San Domenico Stakes, 1,100 metres. We see the resumption here of the Golden Super winner stay inside. We see uh, the second up run of um, Pulele, which was so impressive first up. The unlucky remark, and that doesn't end there. So this one, a very interesting group three. Yeah, got the Golden Super winner, the Champagne Stakes winner, sort of state who's won four from five, including group one in New Zealand. Mm. 
Um, Pulele, he was superb when he first up, as you said, beating Remark, who was unlucky. Um, yeah, it's a great race. And Mateo went in the Congo, settled second and third in the, in the lead-up. Um, there's not a lot of speed on. They could roll forward again, sort of state they throughout when we last saw him in New Zealand winning that Group 1. So they look three up on speed. Um, Golden Slippers haven't got... or well, Golden Slipper winners haven't got a really good record of late, mate. They've, um, as three-year-olds, they come out and they really disappoint. But I do think Stan Sides is, is different gravy here. He's got a bit of type and maturity about him. Um... I like his trial um, against Sword of State. They crossed the line together. Um, I thought Stan Sold went better than Sword of State in that trial. And I still, I know the New Zealand horses are coming out here and winning well at the moment. We saw a tissue last Saturday. But just the two-year-olds, I think the Australian two-year-olds, generally better. And um, I think Stan Sold beat Sword of State from what I saw in that trial. I do think it's a race in three. I think Stan Side, if he turns up um, ready to roll, he'll be very hard to beat. But I do like the horses um, that have had that one race... Back in Pulele and Remark. I think Pulele's entitled to be shorter than Remark in betting. Um, gets a weight swing off beating at 2.6 lengths last start. I know Remark was very unlucky, but um, Pulele's entitled to be shorter, but maybe probably shouldn't be too much as much between the two in betting. So I'm not really telling you much. There should be, um, I think there's three hopes, and I'll be surprised if, if one of those three don't win, staying side Pulele and Remark. Um, yeah, that's a really good race. Go to the seventh, the Agency Illawarra Premier's Cup, 2,000 metres. This one a Group 3 quality as well. Thoughts here? Um, again, an interesting race. The way the track's playing will dictate how I play this race. I'll be focusing on those down the bottom of the weights here if it's a really wet track and probably um, even do, do as much uh, or do so um, even if we're on a, a good track, to be honest. They look the horses in form. We're talking no compromise. Harpo Marks, Harder Poussants, Lightweights. Um, uh, Dashing Willoughby's tried up really well at the top of the weights, but I'd, yeah, I'd, it's a tricky race. I think Harder Poussants is a live hope here. Um, first up, 2,000 metres, gets the thing out of the track, which they are here to find. Um, tried up really nice at Cranbourne the other day, mate, Harder Poussants. Um, Kieran McAvoy on gate one, saves ground. He's got to be a live player. No compromise, five weeks between runs, five on the wet tracks in winter. If um, we're on a bog, he comes right into calculations, as does Harpo Marks, who's flying. So they're the horses up and rolling. Um, I think Dashing Willoughby's tried up really nicely. We last saw him in the uh, Melbourne Cup, so I think one of those four I'll be focusing on. Um, Mahican Heights is a horse that adds interest, had um, just pending his first up run, he tried nicely. So I'm not going to let him go around uh, in the quaddy without something on as well. Okay, so that's your thoughts there on uh, that one. Let's go to the next race on the program. It's just at Kemba Grange, a great afternoon of racing. Crack conditions are, of course, are going to play a big part here. What's your thoughts to the eight then? The ran, but the handicap, 1,200 metres. This one's a benchmark, 88. Yeah, I think King of Sparta is just a good thing if um, we're on a, a soft track. We're not in the heavy range. Um, I've got a huge query on him on the wet tracks. Uh, I know he's a better horse now that he's gelded, but... What we saw on the wet tracks in uh, as a two-year-old didn't uh, fill me with a huge amount of confidence, but he has gone to the next level. Um, he won at this track uh, a fortnight ago, and if he's here and he's running, he'll be very hard to beat. I'm not sure that they'll run him on a heavy track um, if it is a heavy track. So um, if he's here, I want to be on King of Sparta. Um, if not, I think there's two good horses of value, and I'll be playing the multiples, 12 promotions and three Madam Legend. Now, promotions beat home. Tycoon's last start, um, much bigger weights, um, so much bigger price here as well. I thought they raced around the wheel really well, got 52 kilos, 
Um, we've seen promotions run well in Melbourne before. His ratings are actually pretty good, and with 52 kilos, he'll be um, right up there in the thick of things and good value at double figures. Should be um, should be closer in betting to Tycoonus, who again gets James McDonald. That J-Mac factors ridiculously. Start, start half the price, or they open half the price with J-Mac on, and they uh, probably should. Um, he's that good a jockey, though, so um, yeah, it's an interesting one. And Madam Legend, the other one. Now, I can't believe Madam Legend is longer odds than twice the price of Triple Ace here. Um, went straight past Triple Ace when um, beat him back in June. Um, he's a, she's a lovely mare. I know she draws white here, but they've uh, worked her out. She's a fresh horse now. She, uh, Les Bridge keeps her run space. So um, three horses I want to focus on in betting. King of Sparta are here. If not, promotions and Madam Legend. And I'll be playing the multiples 8, 12 and 3 there. Um, if King of Sparta runs. Okay, what about the lucky last then, the ATC's most winning owner, Godolphin, handicap over the 1,000 metres, a benchmark 78. You forgot the 10th race, mate. This is only the penultimate. True, sorry, got one sorry, more after the, after the ninth. The, the last uh, that we're again, covering anyway. There you go. The last that we're covering, yes. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see Majestic shot back. She beat, um, she was beaten, well, she beat all bar... Uh, a nice horse in Ballistic Lover, two back at Rose Hill in a listed race. Her run there was fantastic. Ballistic Lover came out and won well at Mooney Valley on Saturday. Um, I think she's a lovely mare. She's won five from seven. Um, yeah, I think she's a really nice horse. She tried up really nicely the other day. She draws 14. She's really versatile, this mare. Um, they're up in arms, um, people who didn't find her last start. The money came for her last start at Rose Hill, and everyone was whinging about how... She led, but she's shown so much speed in the past. Um, the only day that um, she didn't was that uh, listed race when she just uh, was squeezed out of the barriers and um, was slowly away, and she finished eighth there. Uh, oh, she, she settled eighth in run there. Um, yeah, she's really versatile. She can roll forward or back. Um, I think she's a nice mare. Um, I think Andermatt's a live hope as well. James McDonald on board, being gelded, trolled up quite nicely. So... Um, I'll be focusing on those two. A bit more, bit more work to do, but the majestic shot and Andermatt um, go into the quaddy definitely in the night. All right, that's your thoughts there on those races five, six, seven, eight, nine. Best fit on the program? Very hard. I think Subterranean's best value on the program, race five, number one at the moment, um, and pretty keen King of Sparta if if he runs in the tracks, not too bad. But I'm pretty confident in that race we can get a result out of three, eight, and twelve in race eight. All right, that's your thoughts on the program. As I mentioned before, racing.com uh, race day post scratchings for all of your selections. And other than that, jump on to uh, trial to track and check out what you guys have found for the weekend. That's right, mate, yes. And, um, yeah, hopefully find some winners. All right. Now, also, the other way you're helping out punters or listeners is by signing up to Betfair. Tell me about that. How can people go about that? I do some do some work with Betfair. Yeah, if anyone's interested, uh, they can hit me up um, on Twitter, mate. That's probably the best. If you have any questions about Betfair or want to sign up or whatever, they can um, hit me up at the Haylock on Twitter. So jump on there and uh, yeah, Tom's your man. He'll sort that one out, and you can see why so many people use uh, Betfair as their choice and spring upon us. Plenty of opportunities to uh, to find a few winners, so you can do it with Tom Haylock and Betfair. So jump on and uh, yep, hit him up on Twitter. All right, well, you have a fantastic weekend, and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners at Canberra Grange. Thank you, mate. All the best. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea.